Someone thankful to be in the house of the Lord this evening. Someone thankful to be in the house of God this evening. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go unto the house of the Lord. I'm always thankful for every opportunity that I have to come into the house of God, to feel His presence, to worship Him. Thankful for that tonight. Thankful for that. To get into the word of the Lord this evening, to turn in our Bibles to Matthew 10, verses 6 through 5. Matthew 10, verses 6 through 5 says, But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have received. Freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses, nor script for your journey, neither two coins, neither shoes, nor yet saves, for the workman is worthy of his meat. I'd like to go back to verse 8. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely ye have received, freely give. Let's go before the Lord this evening and worship Him. Let's ask Him to come into our midst and open His Word to our understanding. You may be seated. We read in this in Matthew ten and or in Matthew ten the story of when Jesus sends out the disciples. He sends them out to 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 go out and preach, to heal the sick, cleanse the leopard, raise the dead. He's sending them out with the power to do these things. He he is sending them out to. To preach the word of God, to preach what had what God had, or Jesus had taught them. We as the church still have the command to go out and do what ha, what do what has called or God has called us to do. God gave His disciples the power to cast out devils, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to to heal the lame. To heal the leopard, see the leopard cleansed. God gave his disciples that power. But he has given his church 
the church that same power to be able to heal the sick, raise the leopard, see the dead raised. We as a church now have seen God do great and miraculous things already. But we know that he can continue to perform these things. That we know, we know that he can continue to continue to do these things. Why do we know that? Because God, as it says in Hebrews 13 and 8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Meaning he gave his disciples the power to do that in the Bible. He can give us that same power, that same anointing to be able to do that today. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We as the church, he sent them out to take the message to preach. We as the church have the same commandment to take the gospel out to the world. To go out and to preach to those that are lost. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. But he sent them out and he, and he told them to heal the sick. He told them to do these things. He gave them the power to do that. We, we as a church, we have that power that God has given us. But he said, heal the sick, cleanse the leopard, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely have you received, freely give. There's somebody here tonight that, that God has done one of these things for you. He's healed you from affliction. Don't know what the situation might, might have been, but, but he might have, have done a miraculous, a great thing in your life. If you've been saved, he's already been done or done one great and miraculous thing. But there's more things that, that God might have done for you in your life. God might have done this or that. But it says freely ye have received, freely give. But he was saying heal the sick, do these things. But these same things have been done for you. These same things have, that God has already done for you. But he's saying go out and do the same for others. He's not wasn't saying for them to do it by their own power. But by do it by that power that he was giving them when he sent them out. That hey, this is what God has done for you. This is where God has brought you from. Freely have you received this gift. Freely has God done this for you in your life. Now you can take that and you can use that as a message of hope for others. You can use that as a message of what God can do for your life. You can use that to reach others. When was the last time you told your testimony of how God brought you out? When was the last time you, you shared that with a co-worker that you might see that might be going through something? That you were like, this is where God, this is where I was at before God found me. This is where I was at, Brother Weems, but hey, look what God has done. This is where I'm at right now. Freely have you received, freely give. When he said, later on, when he sent out the 72 and they came back. What did he tell them? Jesus said in Luke 10 and 19 through 20, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents 
and scorpions and give all power of the enemy and nothing shall be or nothing shall by any means hurt you notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirit are subject unto you but rather rejoice because your name is written in heaven what he's saying he this is scriptures taken and you get this weird thing where they where people believe that you can handle snakes and where you can you can use snakes in church but but that's not what that's saying it's saying that that you can tread upon the devil you can you can go across these things in a i guess a spiritual sense that the, you have power over the spirits of hell that you you they're subject to you But in these things, do not rejoice. Not in these things that, that seem like great and, and mighty miracles. And, and wow, look at this, this. This hype, I guess you could say. Which the things of God are not hype. But, but I'm putting it in this way that, that don't look on these things and say, Hey, look, this is, this is what I can do. But he said rejoice. For your name is written in heaven. Lift up a song of praise. Praise unto God because your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Because God was willing to save you from your sins. Don't rejoice in the power of what you can do through God. But rejoice in the God that gave you that power. To give your praise unto a mighty God. God has given us the power over all the enemies that will come against you. It's not the, in the power that I'm, it was not in the power that he was giving you that you should praise and be joyful in. But rather rejoice because your name was written, written in heaven. I don't have a thing to worry about when I'm on a journey, when I'm going through life. Because I know my name is recorded. When death's knocking at my door, I don't have a thing to worry about. Because I've lived for God. I follow the commandments of God and my name is recorded. But he said, freely have you received, freely give. You've been given the blessings, blessings of God. You've been given these things, the power of God in your life, the Holy Ghost, the mighty touch of God. You've been given these things. God has done all these things for you. Now it's time for you to go out and tell others about what God has done, about your testimony, about the testimony of God in your life. You can say, here's the proof. You, I'm living proof of the mighty power of God. I'm proof of what God can do. You see, I, I've been through some things. I've, I've, I've been through some trials and tests in life. But you see, here's where I'm at now. Here's what God has done for me. I've got a testimony. I've got something I can tell others that God has done for me. 
But watch the, you, your, your living testimony of what God can do. And if you live a life that, that is pleasing to God, people's going to take notice. People's going to come to you and ask, what is, where, what is this thing that, that you have in your life? What is this thing that, that keeps you set apart, keeps you separate from the rest of the world? But you got to be able to stand there and tell them it's the power of God in me. It's the Holy Ghost that's in my life. It's the power of God that's been invested in my life. You see, there was that one day when I went down in the watery grave. It was that one day when I became a new man in Christ. But we as a church, we, we have that power of God invested in our life. It was on the day of Pentecost, Peter stood up and proclaimed the gospel. Peter was given the keys to the kingdom, the keys to unlock the gospel to the Jews or, or the, 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 the commandment or the authority from God to stand up on the day of Pentecost to preach. It was after that the, that revival broke out. It was, it was after that, that that revival broke out in Jerusalem. That when the power of God was poured out. Let's take a minute to pray. Can we lift our hands and worship to God? Acts 1 and 8, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And you shall be witnesses both unto me, or unto me both in Jerusalem, and in all of Judea, and in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the world. We have that power of the Holy Ghost. We have the power of the name of Jesus invested in our life to be a witness unto the world, to be a witness unto to those that are lost, to be that light that's shining on a hill. But it says, but ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. That's when that power that God has given you. That's when that power that, that will fall on you. That's when that power of God can fall on your life. That's when God can use you. That's when God can use the spirit of God can work through you. Is when the power of God is in your life.
Peter was standing there on the day of Pentecost preaching. He gives this message of repentance. He gives this message to the Jews. He had been given the keys to the kingdom. He had been given the keys to unlock this message or to, to preach the gospel. But he said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. But then he said, for that promise is unto you, unto your children, and to those that are far off. What he was saying, that's to your children. He was saying that that was to the, the people that were gathered there, the Jews that were gathered there. But then I can't help but think in my mind that, that he was thinking just, just right before that, right before Jesus ascended up into heaven, he told them, therefore come. Or he, he told them that they were to receive power. And to take this message and to be witnesses both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the world. But I can't help but think Peter had this in his mind that, that it's for these people's children. It's for them. But it's also to those that are far off. That one day there would be somebody in Olathe of Kansas that would be searching, that would be looking for something, that would be hungry for something from God. But when the message of God was taken to the Gentiles, when it was taken to Cornelius' house, when the angel appeared unto him, what was he doing? He was seeking God. He was in that hour of prayer. He was fasting until that hour. There's somebody in this city that is hungry, that is searching, that needs something from God. But they're just looking for a messenger. They're just looking for that person that's coming along that can be a witness of his power this power is given to each one of us that has the Holy Ghost in our life we freely received it freely has it been given to us come on church let's take a moment to pray let's see God's face we need God to move in this place But there's those that are out there that are searching. There's Cornelius is spread all over this city that needs something from God. But God's just looking for someone that's willing to be a witness unto him. Someone that is will go willing to be a witness. John 14, 12 and 14. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me. The works that I do, he shall do also. And greater works than these shall he do. Because I go unto my Father. And whosoever ye sh or, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. 
that my father may be glorified in the son if he shall ask anything in my name i will do it it won't be by our own power but if we ask God to do these things, if we ask God to do miraculous things, it will be a witness. It will be a light unto the dark and dying world. But is there somebody that has a heart that says, I want to be a witness. I want to be going up to pray. When God sends a vision to me to go to somebody or God lays somebody on my heart that's been praying, that's been saying, God, that's been crying out, God, I need you, God. But the Holy Ghost has been given to you. The power of God after which you've received the Holy Ghost. That power is in you. Let's stand to our feet. That power to do mighty things for God. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses. Can that be our prayer? Can that be our cry? Can, we, can I be a witness, God? Let me be a witness to somebody. The baby's searching. A witness to somebody. Can I be a witness, God, to that lost person that's seeking something from you? God, use me for your sake. Can we gather around the front here and worship him? Can we gather around the front and ask God to God?